Black History Month, and uh, we're all supposed to be celebrating. <laughs> you know, it baffles me, the shortest month of the year, the month that happens to have a leap year sometimes. Uh, happy birthday to all you uh, leap year babies. Um, you know, it's something that we will accept that when this whole thing is black history. Black history is not a month. You know, I will continue to speak black history all year long. No one can tell me that this is my month. <laughs> it makes no sense. But, you know, we're in the game of the Matrix. And so I guess we're all just playing along. But there comes a time in your life because life is oh so short, especially when you're wasting it away and being brainwashed and manipulated and, you know, MK Ultra, vaccines, and, you know, all kinds of distractions, sports, work, just everything. It's all a distraction. But since we're celebrating Black History Month, We need to all look at this month through the eyes of white supremacists. We need to start there. Okay? The racists. Because black, us black folks, we can't be racist. No way, no how. We have no power to control any other people or race. We are the ones being controlled by the global system they strategically put in place for us black folks. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying we can't be prejudiced, but we have no power to be racist. So now, since it's Black History Month, the first thing we need to do is focus on why this system is in existence. And one of my great teachers which is great and wonderful to bring up since it's Black History Month. Dr. Frances Cress Wilson. If you don't know who this great woman is, look her up. Listen and learn the reality of genetic annihilation of white people. She teaches how all colors of people come from blacks. She teaches how black is the dominant race. White is the recessive race. You can take whatever you want and mix it with white and it will come out colored. I don't care what you get, what you mix. If you mix it with white, it will come out colored. Whites cannot create a colored person. Let's keep that in mind. Let's look at this whole month in the eyes of white supremacists. And that's, you know, a great way to understand black history and how we got here today. Okay, 
it's very important this month of February, you know, the Black History Month, that we do this. We have to see through the smoke and mirrors of white supremacy so we can understand why everything, you know, that our ancestors left behind here, they left everything. We have to understand why they did that so that we would know our greatness, you know, we would know that it has been whitewashed, you know, everything, even Jesus was painted white. So if that was the case, how would any of us black folks exist? A white person cannot create a black, a person of color. Black folks, we can create all colors. We are the dominant. Let's keep that in mind. Let's start with that in mind for Black History Month. And let's continue from there. I don't want to keep you too long. It's late. This was on my mind. I just wanted to share it with you while everyone is celebrating Black History Month. Let's really rise up and stay risen. Realize we are in the happening. We are deep in the matrix. Everything has been made up and created. Let's really snap out of it, family. I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. Drop me messages anytime. S-T-A-R-R-J-O-U-L-E-Z at gmail.com. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't already, please do hit the follow. And you can drop the donation of anything you like at the Cash App dollar sign. S-T-A-R-R-J-O-U-L-Z. It is much appreciated. It goes back into the platform. We will continue with this discussion. Part two. For now, let's look up great Dr. Francis Crest Wilson. Let's learn about white genetic survival. It's very important. Until next time, Star Jones. Hey, hey, my beautiful family, kings and queens, royalty, gods and goddesses, star jewels. I am back with part two. We were last talking about white genetic survival. So I really just want to jump right in because I really want you guys to think deeply. You know, we don't need to be just celebrating Black History Month. We don't need to let (laughs) these Europeans just make up uh, holidays for us and when we're going to celebrate our history when this whole thing is our history you know so I really want us to just take a moment out for for you know just a sec and um, let's think about why we hate our own color you know how did that happen to us when we are so beautiful you know we are we are 
just strong beings and brilliant beings, talented, and we have all the, you know, greatness in us, the carbon, the melanin, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful spacesuit to have and to be equipped with, and we just have to know what to do with our power, how to use it, and how to rise up and wake up and not be brainwashed. Go with your gut, you know. Not the five senses they told you you had. You have plenty more sense, senses. You have a gut sense. Always go with your gut, your first instinct. You will never be led astray. But let's go ahead and take a moment and let's think about why do we hate our own color? You know, really think about it. Because uh, we hate it so much. We will choose a white doll over a black doll. (laughs) You know, because we've been programmed to think like Europeans and to believe that black is ugly so much that when they were experimenting on which color is pretty and which is ugly, they took several children, you know, and they had them choose between white dolls and black dolls. You know, they asked kids of all ages, you know, ranging from toddlers on up, you know, and the question they asked was, which doll was pretty and nice? You know, which is the pretty doll? Which is the nice doll? Or which is the ugly doll? Which is the bad doll? All of them picked the white doll to be the pretty doll and the nice doll. They all pointed at the black doll as the bad doll, the ugly doll. You have to understand that that is programming at its best. You know, we are actually Europeans in the mind. We have to realize that everything's been taken from us, our history, everything. We actually think like Europeans. We want to look like them. You know, we have no more Afros. They're all gone. We're wondering why all women are having to get hysterectomies because of all the perm kits. You know, all the health problems, not realizing how bad the perm kits are. But we continue to put them in our hair over and over again. It's like we don't love ourselves anymore when black is beautiful. Afros are beautiful. It's a symbol of the sun. You are a child of the sun. It's your crown. It shows that you are the original man and woman. We have to get back to loving ourselves. You know? It's that serious. But, um... There are three classes of people, and we have to uh, learn these three classes if we don't know them already. The first class is white people. They classify as whites, you know, function as whites. The second class are non-white people, and they function and classify as non-white. The third class is white supremacies, and they are racist. 
they function and practice racial subjugation. They function as whites, you know, they classify as white, but they also classify as racist. You know, and it's, it's very serious. Whites are afraid of being the minority in America. You know, but there comes a time when the tables turn and you can't keep being evil and ugly forever and ever. All roles reverse. Eventually, it's the way the Almighty designed the laws of the universe. <laughs> and, um, you know, it all has to do with electric and uh, uh, magnetic, you know, negative and positive. The law of the universe. You can make man-made laws, but the tables always turn. And white genetic survival is at its worst right now. It is really critical for them right now because they wanted to mix and mingle, yet kill all of our black men because they were loaded with a weapon even when they didn't have a weapon. Genetically, their genitals is the weapon that these Europeans are afraid of annihilating their race with. So you are always armed as a black man in this country. And you are always in danger. kind of hard. I know it sounds kind of cray. I just plant the seeds because they're going to hit you anyway. They might not hit you right now. They might not hit you today. But you're going to remember the words I was trying to say. <laughs> Star Jewels, I'm back. And uh, continuing on with part three, it's Black History Month. We are talking about white genetic survival. And I want to send a message out to my black men. You guys are so powerful and so great, but you carry a weapon around with you. These Europeans do not like you. They cannot stand you. They are worried about you. They are scared that you are going to annihilate their entire race. If you put your genitals, not your, you know, your privates, trying to think of a good word, (laughs) make it sound better, but in one white woman you can turn that whole family black and this is what they are afraid of you are a danger the genitals is a dangerous weapon in the eyes of Europeans let's think about that you can annihilate an entire race with the weapon between your legs, black man. (laughs) And this is why every time you encounter the lawman, you are always considered armed and dangerous. Even with your hands up, you are considered locked and loaded. It's not the black woman being killed by police every day, though it does happen, but not as much as the strong black men are targeted. Think about it. They didn't castrate over 3 million male slaves for nothing. 
It is a genocide against black men, against the black race. The white man will do anything for their genetic survival. The genitals of the black male have been the target since Columbus sailed over and discovered that there were more and more black folks everywhere he went. Okay? This is when they knew there was a serious threat on the genetic survival of the Europeans. You know? And um, they were scared. You know? So at that point, they just were uh, basically... in fear of what the black man could do to their race. The black male was the biggest threat to white genetic survival. With that being said, let's focus our attention on games played with big balls <laughs> because it is important to see how much thought they put into the power of being superior over the black race, how it is a need for the European to feel more powerful than the black man and how they've implanted white supremacy in everything we do. Let's start with the basketball. A bunch of men trying to throw a big brown ball inside of a white hole called a net. Or football, a big round brown ball being kicked through two white legs Or bowling, a black round ball, knocking white legs down, shaped like women, called pins. Or how about baseball, using a long wood bat, hitting a white ball to be caught inside of a brown leather glove. And then there's pool, a bunch of balls on a green table which green represents the land. You start off with the white ball being the master of all the other colored balls, which represents all the other races. You use a long brown stick to hit in all the races with the master white ball. And last but not least, you hit the black ball under the table and conquer all the land all the races you know but I don't play like that I love playing pool but when I go play pool I use the black ball and I conquer everything and I save that white ball and pop his ass under the table last (laughs) feel me yes I don't go by any rules this is my world I'm living it I think you guys should do the same. Jumping right into part four, Star Jewels, White Genetic Survival, it's Black History Month. We're going to switch it up now and talk about the tiny white balls, the games for white men. We're going to start it off with the little tiny small ball, the golf ball. It's used with a long rod or stick. You use it to hit 
this tiny ball inside the black hole? (laughs) Or how about tennis? Tennis, back in the day, the rackets were threaded with black and it was played with a white ball. And the object was to hit the white ball with the black racket. And another small tiny ball game would be ping pong. A little white ball being hit by colored paddles. And let's not even forget the game of chess. Why is that you always start off with the color white? And like white is on offense. Black is always on defense. Let's think about it. See, we don't realize these things, but our subconscious picks everything up. If you notice, men of power, they always smoke those big brown cigars. They make them feel powerful. They don't smoke little white cigarettes. This is all racism. You have to really sit back and think about all of these things. This is a system strategically set up (laughs) for black folks. Let's take a moment. These powerful black men are so royal, so great, they're gods. And the white man sees God in black men. Everything to them has to be covered in black to be powerful. This is why they wear the black robe as judges. Because they know to be powerful, you have to be covered in blackness and carbon and melanated. They can't even shoot a rocket out of space or fly any aircraft without having carbon so that it can be known that it is an object from this planet. Carbon is worth so much more than anything, more than gold and diamonds. You are already rich. These powerful white men, they smoke those big cigars, they smoke those big black pipes. Only the weak men smoke little cigarettes. Think about it. Everything they do has to show that they are powerful and they want to be more powerful than the black man. But these powerful white men have set up the game so cold on us. Our minds are so gone, we think like Europeans. They now spread guns through the hood and we kill each other with them. We're so jealous of each other, we don't want to see each other have anything. We'll kill each other, we do the job for them. They don't even have to do it anymore. This is how good they are. How many years they kept us enslaved. Our people don't know whether they're coming or going. We're walking around with blonde hair. Every black person you see on TV or a reality show is being degraded, just like back in the day when TV 
first started, when they first put black folks on TV, they were painting them black and, and making them wear dresses and just degrading them, you know, throwing fruits at their faces, just all kinds of crap. It's no different now. Now our black men are put in dresses. You know, you only see our great athletes and our good men. They got to degrade them. You know, look at Michael Jackson, the greatest entertainer ever, had to become white. Because this is the way they accept greatness. You can't be just a pure black great person in this country. It is agenda strategically set up for all black folks. We need to marinate on it, wake up and realize the truth of it all. Now you can keep faking all you want. You can be blonde, blue eyes, you know. The only way you're on TV is you have a fake butt now. It used to be the boobs, but now it's the boobs and the butt. This is the way our black women look on TV. You also have to be ratchet. You have to fight each other and be ghetto. You can't have brains and talk with intelligence. This is the way they show us on TV. This is what our young kids are looking up to. Rap used to be beautiful when it first started. Stories and, you know, it was really good for us. Look what they've turned rap into now. It's a system. And the main target is our black men. Let's rise up, let's stay risen. More than anything, we need cohesiveness, we need unity. We need to wake up to the tricks and the games and see through the smoke and mirrors for once and for all. We have to think about the future of our children, the next great generation that we live through. We have to do this for our ancestors that live through us. We have to look to the ancestors to help us through everything. Ask and you shall receive. Always pay homage. You are your ancestor. From the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, you are, we are our ancestors. Everything they went through is living in us. We need knowledge. Any way we can get it, we need to start focusing on becoming better than we were yesterday. That has to always be the plan to feed the energy the Almighty has shared with all of us. We must feed the energy with more knowledge every day, every second. And let's learn from our mistakes because they are making us better. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. There's more to come on black history because it is who we are. Let's rise up, let's stay risen. 
let's always know that we are gods and goddesses. Kings and queens, we are royalty. We are energy, we are conscience. So all we are is conscience. Every day is just our, our minds thinking and deciding to do for us whatever we decide to do. It's all our mind, it's all the conscience. You can think and do whatever you want. You don't need another entity just like you, making decisions for you, making laws for you, controlling you, telling you what to do. Brainwashing you with stars that you're infatuated with on the TV because you made like a song or something they sing and now you're caught up with this puppet that they're using to brainwash you with. Now you want to look like them, act like them, be like them. No, always be yourself. Always think for yourself. You are great. You are full of carbon and melanin. You are so powerful and beautiful and rich. Be yourself. Love yourself. I love you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Star Jewels, until next time, signing off.